0: The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey y'all, 7 Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. The Mac Jones era in New England is officially begun. It is I, Paul, a.k.a. the new head coach of Bishop Sycamore. AJ, would you like to play for us?
1: Uh, I think I got some eligibility left.
0: You don't need it with us. <laughs> and clearly with me, as always, is
1: AJ. Why have a kicker when your punter kicks Marchese? Uh, I just want to say how proud I am of Quinn Nordine for winning the New England Patriots kicking job, even though he had a not-so-great uh, preseason, but he's got a big leg and coaches sleep at his house.
0: I respect Dan Campbell more, being so pro-analytics, he'll never kick a field goal because he doesn't have a roster spot for a kicker.
1: They're going to bring someone on. It's it's He's just doing it for the attention. He loves the attention that Danny cams. He was waiting for Nick Folk to get cut? Uh, Probably. Maybe seeing... What the Saints do at kicker first, I don't know. They got to make a decision too. Okay,
0: this is way too much kicker talk. Save <laughs> it for your for your Spotify green room. I yeah, will. Today we're continuing our NFL divisional previews with the AFC and NFC North. Let's hit it.
1: Going out to Vegas, gonna set my draft. Gonna set my draft on fire seven 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 rounds in heaven with my lady driving out to vegas baby looking for a stingley or tibetoe who's gonna bat Hey, hey. who's gonna wage your future picks away hey, who's gonna reach for a blue blood line man the home team let's go seven rounds let's go seven rounds together let's go seven rounds forever and that's a song sportsdrink.org
0: is officially launched do you like sports? Do you like drinks? Do you like culture? Do you also not like any of those things? Sportsdrink.org who we are a member of the podcast network of has launched. So check it out. And follow it on Twitter, Instagram and uh, wherever else. Pinterest maybe. I don't know. Um, sports drink. Yum. Also Follow AJ on Spotify Green Room. That's right. Magic Kingdom finally ended. The Orlando Magic ownership got involved and asked AJ to stop talking about the Magic because it was leading to heightened expectations for the season. And there's no way they're going to win 65 (laughs) games, AJ.
1: That and I was talking about uh, the right to education, which the Magic ownership doesn't like. Is the DeVos family minority or main ownership? I don't know. That's not great. Cheering for that team now, but anyways, uh, yeah, I got I got shut down uh, by the by the Devos family. Um, so now I am just gonna talk about uh, the city of Orlando.
0: Oh, I thought you were you were gonna pivot to kickers, which would made more sense. But sure, okay, yeah, UCF Green Room. The guy who had to quit because uh, he wanted to make money off YouTube. Guess what? <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't have had to do that if the NIL existed back then. Spotify Green Room. Live, audio only, sports talk platform. Free to download and to use. Talk to AJ, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, post game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your own experiences on the app. All you need to do is download the Spotify Green Room app free in the iOS App Store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, join the group. Follow AJ to be notified when AJ goes live from various
1: locations in Orlando. Um, which, AJ, you'll be doing that three times a day? Yeah, three times a day, starting at that really cool mini-putt I went to when I was 10. Come with your spiciest takes about Orlando.
0: Not speaking of Orlando, let's head up north to the AFC, that is. Um, AFC North, my favorite division in football, the realest division in football, the toughest division in football. The the division in football that most uh, reminds me of the Big Ten, which is the best conference in college football.
1: Okay. Sure. <laughs> right. Correct. Uh, so this year. I'm just going to let you do your spiel about it. Look, the AFC North might be the toughest, quote-unquote, division in football, but we know the NFC West is best, okay? Well, we'll get there in a couple of weeks. Or not in a couple of weeks, a couple of episodes. A couple days. Uh,
0: okay. The AFC North will be playing the AFC West and NFC North this year. Hit me with your 4-1 to one records.
1: Uh, number four for me, rounding up the rear like they usually do. The mighty Bengals from Cincinnati, they I have them going four and thirteen, and Zach Taylor's fired. <laughs> third for me, I am so sorry, Mister Rob Paul. I got the Pittsburgh Steelers finishing third. I got them finishing uh, a measly ten and seven, and okay, ten and seven, and probably sinking the playoffs. Uh, second for me, the Baltimore Ravens eleven and six, and winning the division uh the cleveland browns proudly sitting at 12 and 5 uh okay so same order slightly different records i got the bangles a little worse than
0: you i couldn't find four wins on that schedule i have them going two and 15 also zach taylor being fired uh then I, i've got the steelers coming in third nine and eight so a game oh, less than you i'm surprised the rate the Ravens at eleven and six, and uh, the Browns at twelve and five.
1: Okay, so let's let's, uh, let's same top two order uh, records. Yeah,
0: yep. Let's bang out the Bengals quickly because there's uh, there's not that much to talk about. No, Zach Taylor's like the most unidentifiable head
1: coach in the NFL. Uh, is that fair to say? Uh, especially with all the other young coaches that look kind of similar, he legitimately is. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, obviously, Joe Burrow coming off the torn ACL. There's been Murmurs about struggles through training camp and practice. Uh, We finally saw him in a preseason game, but not a lot to say yet. It's very wait and see. It doesn't help that Joe Mixon's been banged up the last couple years and is one of the better backs in the league when healthy, but rarely healthy. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you you throw into the equation, Jamar Chase just looked terrible all preseason.
1: What do you okay? Let's we'll, we'll let's start there because uh, we haven't talked about that at all yet. Do you think it's just shaking off the rust or is it a legit bust?
0: I don't know. It, like I don't want to judge any guy who hasn't played in a regular season game yet. Obviously, um, but like both him and Panay Sewell, people who have said like obviously they both opted out last yeah. year and they've struggled through the preseason. So maybe it is shaking off the rust. But then you look at a guy like like you were talking about Gregory Russo last week. He opted out. There doesn't seem to be any rust there. Look at Joe Tryon. He's like, he's, he's been amazing
1: in the preseason. Oh, uh,
0: exactly, exactly. There, there's mul- like you can, if you take a handful of guys on either side, you can make the argument it was good or bad. So I, I think you throw that at the equa- uh, of the equation when you talk about it. Um, it, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on there. It doesn't help that the Joe Burrow murmurs have been negative as well. Uh, at the end of the day, they still have Tyler Boyd, one of the best slots in the game. T. Higgins looked great as a rookie, yeah. so that, that that's and again, Mixon's one of the best backs in the league when healthy. Um, so there is offensive firepower, whether Jamar Chase is an instant hit or not. Um, and the offensive line should be better. You get Riley Reef coming in, kind of solidify uh, the right tackle spot. Another year under Jonah Williams' belt. He he he. St- he wasn't amazing last year in what was essentially his rookie year, but he wasn't bad. Um Jackson Carmen, there's been really negative talk about him. Shocking. Kind of the the Yeah, like kinda of that whole interior you're worried about, which isn't great, obviously. Um I can't um like I'm I can't imagine Joe Burrow having a year just given all the circumstances where people people head into twenty uh into the twenty twenty two season. Thinking like he is becoming that franchise quarterback. Like I think this is this is a year away from looking positive still, so, and and it starts with them being bad. So Zach Taylor gets fired.
1: Yeah, I think it might. Well, I mean, there's a lot of doubts because of the roster, but my overarching doubt of this franchise is I have zero faith in Zach Taylor. He he's shown nothing as an NFL coach to inspire any any belief in him. Um like you said, there's just too many, like, you know, Burrow coming off the injury, Mixon not staying healthy, um, Jamar Chase being the worst receiver in football, the offensive line being a disaster as always. Uh, that's that's all playing against them. Taylor will be, again, it's Mike Brown. He'll wait until the end of the season, but Zach Taylor will get fired. Um, flip the other side of the ball. It, it's, it's a lot better looking. Well, I guess for this it, season at least. The, the defense has potential yeah. for sure. I
0: mean, they always have a handful of dudes on that D-line. Sam Hubbard just signed a contract extension. They brought in Trey Hendrickson free agency. Whether you think that deal is going to pay off or not, that that that's going to be interesting to watch because a lot of his sack production you could argue had less to do with him rather than mm-hmm. the whole of that Saints defense. Um they just traded for BJ Hill. They signed Larry Ogunjobi. Like it's an interesting D-line. It's a young linebacker core that they did invest in. Like I think Logan Wilson's a candidate to Kind of to make the leap in year two. Yeah. And then you get into the secondary. Jesse Bates is one of the best safeties in football. Von Bell's a solid safety across from him. They signed Mike Hilton. Like, they spent in free agency. Not something they normally do. They brought in Trey Waynes. Um, the corner as a whole, losing William Jackson, and then uh, not really doing a great job addressing that. Like, outside corner is, uh, to me, like, if you look at the r- the roster, who's the number one corner there? Is it is it Chadobia
1: Ouzi? Ugh. Ugh. Uh, is it
0: Eli Apple? Uh, I think. It- is it Trey Wayne's? Like, because uh, whoever it is, you're not feeling good about it. But the safeties, like I said, bait, Bates and Bell's a good tandem. Yeah. You got Hilton. You got Ricardo Allen as your third safety. I think you feel pretty good about that. But like, there's going to be a lot of pressure on the, the this D line is the the best uh, part of this defense, and there's going to be a lot of pressure on Trey Hendrickson immediately yeah. living up to the contract he signed.
1: Yeah, I, I think it is Trey Wayne's. Like, just, just, I, it's not like I'm looking it up or anything, just guessing. Uh, and then ho- yeah. I hope it's a Wuzier on the opposite. But, uh, yeah, it's it's not a great roster. I mean, like you said, there, there's pieces here and there. Um, I don't think that Trey Hendrickson deal is going to work out. And it looks even worse because Carl Lawson signed with, like, for what, like barely anything more, was it, even? I can't even remember. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously he got hurt, but still, he's a better football player. Um, but still, way better. Yeah, I, uh, hey Evan McPherson, the rookie kicker. Since we're on this topic today, how much faith do you got in him in the big, big situations? Uh, yeah, and, and Kevin Kevin Huber's still a hometown hero. Spent his whole life in Cincinnati. That's a good point. He's, if if Bengals fans listening out there, uh, don't buy a Joe Burrow jersey. Don't don't buy a you know a Jamar Chase jersey. You never know with them. Kevin Huber jersey. That's the way to go. Honestly, that, it's
0: not talk, Like Kevin Hubert was born in Cincinnati, went to high school in Cincinnati, played at the University of Cincinnati, <laughs> was drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals, has been their starting punter for over a decade. Retire the man's number. Okay, that's enough of the Bengals. Is that- <laughs> Let's get to my
1: Steelers. Wait, hold on, hold on. Kevin Hubert top 10 football life in the NFL right now?
0: I don't know. He's been in Cincinnati his entire life.
1: Yeah, but if you're from there, you're happy to. St- I mean, he's got he's got to love it if he stay you? there. But well, I guess <laughs> I don't.
0: I don't know. I wouldn't want to live in Cincinnati. <laughs> okay, what's my well, entire he is thirty six. He's never not lived in Cincinnati.
1: <laughs> but he, he's seen the rest of the country. Playing the Big East. Uh, okay. So he knows what's out there and he's chosen to stay? <laughs> he's happy, Rob. He's happy. His family's Save there. it for your
0: Spotify green room.
1: No, no. Move to this Pittsburgh Steelers. If Spotify green room about ponters, I'm kickers.
0: It's true, true, true. Uh, Dwayne Haskins made the roster. <laughs> Congratulations. The now.
1: Congrats, Rob.
0: Thank you. Uh, obviously, this all hinges on two things. Ben Roethlisberger being healthy enough to be an average quarterback... And this workshop offensive line, play, I think, needs to play way above what people think they're going to play for these for this team to sneak into uh, into that final wild card spot. Um, Especially in a division where you're playing the Browns twice and the Ravens twice, yeah. uh, and, and the Chiefs and uh, the Packers.
1: Uh, well, PFF the the Twitter account said Ben Roethlisberger's got a cannon. It's back. It's true, he does. <laughs> Um, how do you feel about how do you feel about Ben entering the season compared to seasons past? I'm well. Seasons past. No, like I'm not talking about 2010. Or... I'm talking about the last two years. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, th- this year I feel better because Randy Fickner's gone as the OC. You've got Matt Canada coming in. I think the offense will be more modernized in terms of motions Mm -hmm. we know matt canada loves his motions. uh and also also i think ben's going to be playing under center more it'll be less predictable with him literally lining up in the gun 24 7 i think that benefits the run game they draft Najee harris in the first round don't draft running backs in the first round but if you're gonna this is the type of running back you do it with um and and i think he's a great fit and I, i think he's gonna be a clear offensive rookie of the year candidate yeah um and the, the the top three receivers are back, or the top four receivers are back: uh, Claypool, Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith, and James Washington. I think Deontay Johnson's poised for a big breakout. Mm-hmm. Uh, Claypool should be too. And second year, he's been banged up here and there. Though, uh, also, I think with him, it, it has like how how frequently he's going to be pushing it down the field this year. Um, yeah, and then uh, I, like Pat for will Quite good in preseason. I like him and Eric Ebron as a one-two punch, but again, it all just comes back. Like you look at the wide receivers, the running backs, and the tight ends here, and I think you look at the the group as a whole just dripping with potential. It's a lot of young, talented guys who draft capital is spent on, and it just comes back. Will Ben stay healthy? Because Mason Rudolph is not good, uh, and and the, this offensive line where you're starting Chooks core for Zach Banner as your tackles. Trey Turner, Kevin Dotson as your guards, which you, you feel pretty alright yeah. about that. Yeah. And then Kendrick Green as a rookie center, which we both like Kendrick Green, but again, he's a rookie, so it's gonna take time. Like yeah, the, and then again, the interior, I just circle back to those okay tackles.
1: About, but the the tackles. Yeah, but then scary.
0: you just circle back to the tackles and like Kendrick Green had an up and down preseason. Yeah. Yeah. He struggled at times in pass pro, like his anchor was interesting. Uh, <laughs> it's a nice way to put so, it. So <laughs> yeah. So like I I don't know and and obviously if that offensive line can't hold up Ben's not going to hold up right and like I think Najee Harris can be ultra productive but it's just those circumstances defensively like you're feeling pretty good I they did just um, they did, did just put uh, Stephon onto it on IR though which is a big bang mm-hmm. he can never stay healthy uh, but. Healthy Tyson Lue, who was awesome for the first half of last year, Cam Hayward still playing at a Pro Bowl level. You've got T.J. Watt, Alex Highsmith look great. Yeah, he did. Um, Melvin Ingram kind of spelling them, I, I think is going to be going to benefit them a lot and benefit Ingram too, just because he'll be on uh, more of a situational pass rush duty. I was
1: going to say Melvin um, Ingram. Uh, sorry, I just want to talk about because it feels so like such a forgotten uh, pickup. Obviously he made the team and everything, and I just I wonder what type of impact he's going to have. And I know he's obviously up there in age, but when he's stayed on the field, he's been such a productive dude.
0: The other thing too is Devin Bush, obviously coming off uh, the torn ACL. He flashed as a rookie, but he did really struggle in pass coverage. And I think that was overshadowed because he made so many splashier plays. But he he I, I wouldn't say he had a great rookie season by any stretch. And now you're entering year three. They really need him to live up to his billing. They they trade for Joe Schobert because the inside linebacker problem is, is so big. And I did like that move. I thought that was smart. Um, def- into the secondary, Makey Fitzpatrick's one of the best in the game. Joe Hayden, one of the best. But outside of those two, like it's kind of questionable. Like I like Cam Sutton a lot. Are they going to be playing him at nickel? Or are they going to be playing him at, at, at corner? Antoine Brooks Jr. was supposed to win the nickel job um, after Mike Hilton left, and he ended up cut. So it's a very peculiar situation in the secondary as well. So, like, I think this is a just a competitive football team that could win anywhere from seven to ten games. It just very it hinges on very specific
1: things. Yeah. Um- no, I definitely agree. I mean, you just trust the defense though to, to be stalwart on the on the team. Like, there's I feel like the Steelers always have those couple holes in the secondary, and it just if the front is good, it doesn't it doesn't burn them. You know what I mean? And uh, who's who's going to be starting on the opposite side of Hayden? That that's the thing. Like, it was supposed to be
0: Cam Sutton with Antoine Brooks playing nickel, mm. but then Brooks got banged up, ends up cut. So now is it going to be Sutton? I think it. What it will be is
1: Sutton inside with James Pierre outside. Man, that sucks that Justin Lane could could just not ever make a leap for for y'all, eh? Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, I think I think that seven to ten range is is a is a good range. The ten I kind of gave him uh, was a little high, and obviously the division is tough. I, I think they'll probably squeak uh, in, I mean, in as that last I mean, seed in the Tomlin's
0: never had a losing record.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: All right. Now, I, I talked a lot there. I, I kind of just cocked you and let you say very
1: much. So, talk about your your Ravens. <laughs> Ravens flock. Yeah, long known as my uh, AFC team, obviously. Uh, start with a quarterback position. Lamar Jackson. I think this is the year where the Ravens come out, and I, I get, it kind of sucks, though. Bateman starts on the IR. Miles um, Boykin, to the less extent, also starts on the IR. But I really thought this was the year they're going to come out and – commit to working with Lamar as a passer not obviously he's never been a bad passer but that's always been the last thing to kind of get them over the hump and I think it was going to come together and I think Bateman was kind of that last piece and just committing to it losing him to start the season really sucks um losing J.K. Dobbins to the ACL for the whole year really sucks but maybe that's even another push in the direction of letting him kind of sling it downfield uh, but the the core as a whole in the pass-catching game, you, you like. Obviously, Mark Andrews is one of the best tight ends in the league. Uh, Nick Bull is one of the best blocking tight ends in the league. Uh, I still love Hollywood. Uh, Devin Duvernay still got a lot of potential. James Brochet's flashing. They brought in Tylen Wallace. They brought in Sammy Watkins. I think it's a good group. I think this is finally the year it clicks. It really, really sucks that Bateman is, is out to start the year. The running game is going to be yep. fine without J.K. Dobbins. I'm not worried about that. But the offensive line is... Probably the worst it's been in a while too. Obviously, Ronnie Stanley is a stalwart; you don't worry there. But just some, of, but he's coming off the injury. Coming off too, the injury,
0: you that into the whole thing. Yeah,
1: that, that's another good point. And just the, the the interior and the rest of it's kind of up in the air. Um, you don't feel as good about it. So I don't, I don't think this. Ri- see, I want to see Lamar. I don't even want to say make the leap. Just really get that passing game going, and I think they're going to commit to it. But.
0: I think rather than say make the leap, because I think by our standards, Lamar is clearly one won an MVP. MVP. Yeah, yeah. But, but I think, I think what you, you kind of just jumping into your mind here, what you mean to say is more like the people who are assholes on Twitter, about Lamar Jackson, shut them up. Like yeah. this, because he is judged for multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. One of them being that he's black. He is judged harder by a lot of the Twitter world than he should be in and, and the media world too. Um, based on the success he's had so young in his career. I, I think also what will help is winning. If he wins, a, like, ma- like early on in Peyton Manning's career, he everyone knew he was trending towards a Hall of Fame career, but when he couldn't win the big game. Yeah. But once he did, everyone, like, that was never talked about again. Yeah. Um, so I think winning even just a playoff game would do wonders for that. But I, I, I'm with you in that, yes, it sucks losing J.K. Dobbins, but they're going to be able to run the football. Yeah. Between Greg Roman and Lamar Jackson... They are going to be able to run the football. Insert a combo of Gus Edwards and Justice Hill, my boys. Uh, And then, yeah, like you said, if Sammy Watkins might be the most talented wide receiver, which is just insane that they've had with Lamar Jackson there, and once Rashad Bateman is healthy, I think he's going to tear it up. I think he was set to be one of the most productive rookie receivers before he got hurt. Yeah. Then you get Mark Andrews and a healthy Nick Boyle. Like, they're going to be able to run the football. Even with that offensive line being more of a question years past, I think they're going to be able to run the football. And then you jump to the defensive side. They got Clayus Campbell, faithful. <laughs> they got some some younger guns in terms of another year for Patrick Queen. Adafe Owe is obviously the first round pick. I think he'll 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 be thrown into an interesting situation where I think he'll start off early as a situational pass rusher, and just the, that role will grow. They brought in Justin yeah. Houston, who can like kind of show him the way. Like it's it's like like you said with the Steelers defense, you kind of just trust the Ravens. Um, and then the secondary: Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters, Jimmy Smith, that and, and Tavon Young. Like that's that corner group is. Impeccable, and then you've got two reliable safeties in Chuck Clark and Deshaun Elliott. Like to me, they can't win. Like they won't win less than ten games.
1: Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. It's again, it just goes back. And yeah, I think that is the thing. It's it's Lamar Jackson winning the big one. Um, but I, even for me, I just want to see the. Like I just feel like there's so much potential. Like I trust him so much as a passer. It's it's almost like it just just missing one thing. And I, I do think baby would have been such a huge piece and. That receiver core, I love it, to be honest. I mean, it's so many guys I like. It's just staying healthy and having them all click. That's that's kind of it. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, on defense, obviously the front seven is the Ravens' front seven. You're always going to trust it. The secondary is even better. Like, it's, it's it's a good football team. And, yeah, it's like last year could have – like I don't know. I thought maybe they were like an AFC championship-level team. This year I feel like they're a divisional-level team. You know what I mean? I still don't feel like they're going to get over the hump unless – they make the strides as a passing team. I, I think they, they could do it. The way the season's starting, it looks like it's not going to break quite right with the injuries and, and such. But, yeah, I feel I feel like they're going to, you know, go to the division round, uh, maybe win a wild card game. But I just – I don't see – some some years, like, years past, I see, like, Super Bowl aspirations. Obviously, they have them. I, I think the Super Bowl's a little bit out of their grasp this year, though. And – we're, we're in a world where the Cleveland Browns are the clear top, uh,
0: I think, team entering the yeah. season in the AFC North. Just in terms of offensive line, running backs, pass catchers. Uh, and, and Baker Mayfield is continuing to uh, prove the the naysayers wrong after uh, a very up-rookie or down-year-two. Um, obviously, Stefanski came in, implemented that zone-run scheme, best offensive line in football arguably uh and, and that changed everything and then you get nick chubb who's one of the best running backs in the game if if, if not one of the three best uh cream hunts the best backup in the game dimitric felton our boy made the roster uh, and then you get a healthy odell beckham jarvis landry again kind of an old faithful in the slot you got Richard higgins who who's mr kind of consistent you want him to be your wide receiver four but he can play the three in a pinch. Jonathan Peoples-Jones, Anthony Schwartz, tons of athleticism. They love the 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 12 personnel. They've got Austin Hooper. They've got David Njoku. they got Harrison Bryant. <laughs> like, you look at this offense, really the only thing you question, I think, is can Odell Beckham Jr. return yeah. to where he was in New York? Uh, uh, and if that's the case, this is a, a Super Bowl offense.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely think that is the big question is, is Odell still Odell? Outside of that, it's just you know Baker getting the, the young rookie questions that uh, young quarterback questions that all young quarterbacks get. That can he put it together? Um, he's looked good in the preseason, but the preseason is the preseason. He obviously, had a good year last year. I think he's going to make another step from from what he looked like last year, though. So yeah, I think the offense is primed. Obviously, like you said, Chubb, is one of the best backs in the game. Cream Hunt's oof, the best backup back. I'm really excited to see. I know we've talked about this a decent amount already, but just see the role of Demetric Felton. He mentioned how he's, he was legit spending time in both the running back and the wide receiver rooms. And I feel like that almost advanced him earlier in his career. That's, it's kind of a cool thing. Cause I hope they use him both ways. And I, I the receiving group, I like it. I, I think DPJ is legit. The X factor here. I think him taking another step. We know coming out, he was dripping with potential. Obviously just didn't put it together for at Michigan for many reasons. Um, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be a big breakout. I think it's gonna be a big breakout year for DPJ. I almost feel like if he can take another step, Odell being Browns Odell last last year in New York, Odell, and uh, and staying healthy too, and Landry being reliable, like he said, I think that will all come together. And I don't think there's a better tight end group in the NFL. Like I said, one of the best offensive lines. It's it's such a sure offense, you know. Like I, yeah, it's not especially with Stefanski running the show. Yeah, it's like it's like. I know there's explosive plays in it, but it's like not an explosive. I, I like I wouldn't slap that term on this offense, but just week in week out, you know they're going to come in and and perform. They'll put up points.
0: Yeah, and then defensively they got better. Yep. You obviously Miles Garrett is a cornerstone player, but they uh, they bring in JD Clowney who, it, it you don't know for sure what you're going to get, but you're hoping this yeah. is this is the year he can. Not even bounce back, but live up to who JD Clowney was supposed to be. Um, it, it's interesting because the interior looked like kind of the bigger question, right? Jordan Elliott showed some flashes as a rookie, and in the preseason, they have and, and they 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 signed uh, Andrew Billings who hadn't done much. Uh, they draft Tommy Togiye. They bring Malik Jackson in, but then Malik McDowell out of nowhere is like the defensive player of the preseason. <laughs> And, obviously, a former uh, second-round pick of, of the Seahawks um, out of Michigan State, got an ATV accident, kind of derailed his career, but he's starting to look good. So, that's a big, interesting storyline to follow. You move to the linebacker core, that was a huge question. Yeah. And it's still a massive question. But inserting Jeremiah Usu koromoa alone gets me excited to watch them. Like, I think he's going to be playing a ton. Um. The outside of him though that's kind of a yeah like it, they're talking about Anthony Walker a lot I've gross. noticed but I I was gonna say he's like gonna be the guy who you can trust because he's smart he's got instincts he doesn't miss tackles but he's gonna be a liability on passing downs uh and then then the secondary you draft Greg Newsom. you get to pair him with Denzel Ward you've you've got I mean Greedy Williams and Grant Delpit—they're very—you're uh, not really sure what you've got with them yet. Um, but you—you you brought John Johnson in free agency. I think that really helps. That's sa- the the safety group oh, yeah. back end in general. Kind of with, in terms of uh, settling it. Um, and and it, it's—I think with that offense, it's a good. There's there's enough pieces on this defense for them to be a, uh, maybe not go toe to toe with the Chiefs. But be one of the best teams in the AFC.
1: Yeah, I think they're the third best team in the AFC. Um, yeah, and like Greeny Williams and Grant Delpit, uh, you don't know what you got, but they're nice to have because there's a lot of potential there. And obviously, they they bring in some Denzel Ward's a stud. Uh, Ronnie Harrison uh, has looked really good for the Browns. Look, I was when they when the Jags made that trade, I thought it was really stupid, and I still do. Um, yep. <laughs> they give up on him for nothing. Anyways. Uh, that that front though, I like the front. I think like that, like every piece there. You look at it and you're like, this guy has shown something, or obviously it's Miles Garrett at, at some point. You know what I mean? And Malik McDowell is the the best story of the preseason. Um, I think, yeah, I, I I do think the Bills are a better football team, but I I do think that's it's Buffalo, yes, yes. it's Buffalo and the Browns, but I think the Bills are better. And uh, I don't know, man. I think the Chiefs are just just. We're not there yet, but I think they're just too good. A notch above. Yeah. Uh okay, you want to rank some quarterbacks? <laughs> yeah, let's
0: let's get into it. Your favorite part all right. Uh, is Mason Rudolph in your ten? That's my first question.
1: Well, there's not that many quarterbacks on the roster anymore because the cuts of I know
0: it worked out well last week before cuts happened. Now it's like there's only ten quarterbacks in each division.
1: So yeah, Mason Rudolph is in my. I, I, I gave Rudolph seven. I, I hate Mason Rudolph, but whatever. I
0: get two quarterbacks who aren't on active rosters in my ten, so they I can
1: not have him. When yeah, so like like I have Dobbs. He's he's not healthy, but he's there. I originally had OBJ number 10. Just want to get that out there. But now 10 for me. Wait, is he actually your your number 10? No, no. I put Brendan Allen. I didn't want to. Uh, I stuck with quarterbacks. Well, hey, I did too. Respect Arkansas. Of course. And the Allens, baby. Uh, Nine is Josh Dobbs. Eight, I got Tyler Huntley. Seven is Mason Rudolph. Six is Mr. Misunderstood, a.k.a. Dwayne Haskins. Uh, yes. Five is Case Keenum. Case Keenum is one of the best backups in the league. I feel like everyone just forgot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Good fit in that system. Okay. Now that we get into the top four. I got Big Ben, number four. We got Joe Burrow, number Ooh. three. I got Baker, too, and Lamar, number one.
0: Okay. So I got Mason Rudolph, number 11. <laughs> I got Brandon Allen, 10. I got Practice Squad, Trace McSorley, 9. <laughs> I got IR, Josh Dobbs, 8. <laughs> I got Tyler Huntley, seven. I'm so happy Tyler Huntley yeah, is like going to be a backup. Of the, I, found, I love Huntley. He found Tyler the perfect
1: Huntley. home. It's been great.
0: He really, yeah, he really did. Um, I got Dwayne Haskins, six, future. Case Keenum, five. Joe Burrow, four. Baker Mayfield, three. Ben Roethlisberger, two. Lamar Jackson, one.
1: See, for me, was the, the debate was between Burrow and Ben. And I'm like, Flip a coin, I think. I think I take. Well, it's like I it's take, a
0: bit. It's projectiony yes, too, right? Absolutely. Like if you think Burrow's gonna, and you're always talking about Zach Taylor. Once he revives the Bengals, <laughs> he'll go revive Nebraska.
1: I do talk about that all the time. Imagine that oh, for Nebraska time. Taylor gets takes over for Scott Frost. Anyways, Um <laughs> Oh, it'd be so funny. MVP,
0: Uh Lamar. I I don't think there's like because if the Browns are content, like it's. It's going to be more about that offensive line, that run game. I think if the Browns are, are truly a contender,
1: hence why we have Lamar Jackson at MVP, and we both have Nick Chubb as offensive of player of the year.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yep. There you go. Exactly. I feel. I didn't. B- those those two, like I, my second MVP choice was Ben Roethlisberger because if he like really bounces back, but that's just me being a homer. Mine was. Baker. I didn't have another option for offensive of player of the year. Me, uh, me neither. Other than Nick Chubb. Me neither. Defensive player, there you get a lot of options, but I think two prime candidates.
1: Uh, I went with T.J. Watt.
0: I went with Miles Garrett.
1: Okay, I,
0: but I mean it's it's one or the other, yeah. right? To to the, the best in the game, Watt almost won last year. I think Miles Garrett because of the way he was playing early before he got COVID, and he talked about how negatively mm-hmm. COVID impacted him. I think now that he's kind of feeling himself, he's going to really a- blow
1: up this year. And having Clowney opposite, even if he's who knows what he is? Just his name helps pull attention away from Miles Garrett. Yeah. Offensive
0: rookie of the year, it's hard not to go Najee Harris, especially with what we've seen from Jamar Chase <laughs> yeah. and Rashad Bateman getting hurt. Yeah, I
1: think those are the top three, and uh, the the back two just, uh, just ruined their stock in the preseason. Um, Najee Harris, the top non-quarterback, Offensive Rookie of the Year candidate for you? Yeah, like...
0: Especially, it, 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 not that I thought Etn was going to win it, but, like, him getting hurt, mm-hmm. too. Like, I don't know who else you're even thinking about.
1: Yeah, wide receiver's so hard.
0: Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, defensive rookie of the year.
1: I'm, I struggled. I, I'm going to go with Odafeo away, just from the pure sack potential. Okay. okay. Uh to me, it's him or it's one of the
0: Browns being, I think Greg Newsom's going to be kind of, Hard as not corner. given enough attention. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I think he's not going to get enough attention for how well I expect him to play. Yeah. um And then, I, I so I went with Jeremiah Uso-Koromo because the A, the Browns are going to be good. Mm-hmm. B, their linebackers are so bad he's going to have to play a lot. And, and, and C, I love him.
1: I like I, again. That was a tough choice. I, quite a few tough choices in here. I just, I see sacks and I see uh, rookie of the year winners. That's it. Um, offensive line of the year, the
0: again, it's impossible not to go with the Browns. Jedrick Wills, Joel Batonio, J.C. Treader, Wyatt Teller, Jack Conklin. Like, all five of those guys. One, okay. Conklin's one of the best rate tackles in the game. Wyatt Teller and Batonio are pro Bowl level. J.C. Tredder's a top-ten center. And Jedrick Wills is uh, poised to be a pro Bowl player soon.
1: Correct. Comeback player of the year. Uh, I gave it to Cincinnati Joes, Burrow and Mixon. <laughs> Just split it between the two of them. Um,
0: I am with Odell. I think it's uh-huh. tough because he's a wide receiver, and it, it it didn't take off immediately when he went to Cleveland. But I think the name mm-hmm. helps too. That if he doesn't necessarily have to be all pro Odell Beckham, but being a thousand yard receiver, I think that helps a lot. I think Sammy Watkins is an interesting player here.
1: <laughs> you know what? Almost. It's just if if Sammy Watkins could stay healthy. I feel like we didn't hear about if he could him. He put it together finally. He could put it together fine. I don't know if he, it Xavier. feels right. It, everywhere else he's gone, you know, obviously right out, right off the bat going fourth overall with the big trade up, like so much expectations. Going to Kansas City, uh, you know, you're with Patrick Holmes. You, you're going to blow up. It didn't. He was fine, but he got hurt and it just didn't work. Now it feels like he's slipping under the radar and, a little and bit.
0: The, and even when he went to the Rams, there was yeah. I almost forgot well, what the fuck A hands. lot of
1: pressure on him, and then it, Robert Woods just ended up being incredible. Exactly, exactly. So I think this is like the slipping under the radar. You didn't hear too much about him in the in the offseason. I almost feels like this is when he's going to surprise you. And you know what? It's, he's going to flip it. It's not going to be a huge week one. It's going to be a huge week two. I like that. Uh, most improved? I, I, okay, I went with my heart. I know he already kind of had his big improvement year, but I went with Deshaun Elliott making another step. And just becoming a legit okay, I like that. starting safety, it's not an obvious one. You know, I was a big fan of his coming out, and he's already. You know what? Yeah, you were. I'm already. I'm already really proud of him coming up and and taking that starting job. I just think he makes another step.
0: Um, I I I think every year I just pick David Njoku. <laughs> I think you do. I think you do. It's okay. I I think uh two others that I'll give you though, because I think Njoku was quite good last year. He just doesn't get a lot of opportunity. Okay. Yeah, um, and he's still so young. Uh, two other names: Justice Hill. Mm-hmm. Just because I think he'll be given far more of a chance now. Yeah, he hasn't been given uh, one at Ty- all. Yeah, and then Tyus Bowser. Oh, that's good. Just because the Ravens one.
1: churn these guys out out of nowhere. That's a good one. Uh, breakout. I had to go back with my heart. I, I I hope it's Devin Bush. I hope it's the the third year breakout. We saw Devin White, who obviously was the one that went ahead of him at the position, I have the big year last year. I believe in Devin Bush's talent. I There's a there, go ahead. There's a couple linebackers too like you could say Patrick Queen, you could say Logan Wilson. Yeah, Logan Wilson's like a the the good low-key one. Hey, even ADG if you feel if you like, but I think Wilson was better last year. Uh I think it's Devin Bush though. I obviously I think he's the best of those all those linebackers that we named. Um I I'm uh, I'm going with Malik McDowell. I love it. <laughs>
0: Who could also be a Comeback Player of the Year candidate. He could uh, be the ultimate Comeback Player of the Year candidate. Yeah, I don't know if many of you guys have come back from what he's coming back from. Uh, Coach of the Year.
1: Okay. I hate uh, this. This division is bad for this award.
0: It's awful because Zach Taylor sucks. Stefanski won it last year. Harbaugh won it the year before. Mike Tomlin's never won it, but this doesn't look like the year he would win it. No,
1: it's terrible. So I just chose Kevin Stefanski, although it's basically impossible.
0: I picked Tomlin because if they exceed expectations, uh, uh, he would be the best. I, I will guarantee uh, assist-
1: you the, the the real winner will not be from this division. No, it's going to be Matt Nagy, uh, assistant of the year. <laughs> uh, I am swinging on what I said earlier. I am going to go with Greg Roman, but this time not okay. not because he revolu- you know, he brought in Lamar Jackson and he made that awesome offense. This is getting Lamar Jackson to the next level and expanding that that passing game there in Baltimore. Finally.
0: I think him or Don, like, Wink Martindale makes sense. Um, Matt Canada, if that offense really does Mm -hmm. save Ben Roethlisberger's career. I'm going to go with Joe Woods, the Browns defensive coordinator. I think he's going to get the most out of what he's got. It's
1: a good choice. It's a good one.
0: Uh, And then GM of the year, I'm just going to it's Andrew Barry because of the way they've rebuilt so quickly. And he's kind of also the only
1: choice, (laughs) really. Yeah. Eric DaCosta if they I, hmm. yeah, but, He's uh, winning with the Aussies team. <laughs> nothing flashy this year from or this offseason. Like I think he did a really good job, like or it looks like he did a really good job, but no nothing to get the big media attention. I think Aussie's still the GM and Eric DeCosta is a puppet. It's yeah, there's too many um coincidences to say Aussie's not the GM still.
0: Speaking of coincidences, is it a coincidence that Bill Belichick kept a Michigan kicker? On his roster over Nick Folk, who's better than Quinn Nordine? Find it on Spotify Green Room when AJ goes live with the Kicker Club.
1: You know Michigan, a live audio only sports talk platform. Hold on, Spotify Green Room. What? You know Michigan is the new ruckers when uh, old BB keeps falling in love with their players. Yeah, so I saw Ben Mason today.
0: Yep, <laughs> I like that.
1: <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh,
0: yeah, Spotify Green Room. Follow, subscribe, free to download in the Spotify Green Room. Wait, and sorry, in the iOS App Store, not the Spotify Green Room Store. NFC North. Uh, my favorite. I. have got the, they're they're playing the AFC North and the NFC West. It's a bad division with one good team. That's my take. Yeah,
1: that's how I kind of saw it. Um, last place, guess who? The Detroit Lions. I, I got them going three and fourteen. Um, third place, the Chicago Bears. Um. Despite Justin Fields, I got them going five and twelve. Well, he's, Nagy's Nagy might not play Justin Fields. So. And he might not play. I think this is this is the end of Nagy. They go five and twelve, and they give him a good reason. They got a good reason to fire him. Uh, second for me, weird amount of belief in the Minnesota Vikings this off season. Um, people saying they have the best defense yeah. in the league. I I don't like that. I don't like that either. I the front the front is fun. Uh, the front is good. It's a lot of beef up front. We'll get there later. Uh, I got them going eight to nine. And winning the division, okay. as per usual, the Green Bay Packers. I feel like when I when I'm down on them, they're they're really good. When I'm high on them, they 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 disappoint a little. I got them going twelve and five. Okay,
0: so I uh, I have Packers sweeping the division. I got them going fourteen and three. Um, to I think I'm very low on the Vikings. I got them going six and eleven, still finishing second, but. I don't know. It's such a young offensive line. I mm-hmm. don't trust Kirk Cousins. Maybe my bias is that he's an idiot who doesn't understand the importance <laughs> of vaccinations. Yeah. Uh, three for me, the Bears, 5-12. and 12, But I also have the Lions going 5-12. and 12. Oh. I like Dan Campbell. I like that coaching staff. I I think they're going to sneak out a couple games they shouldn't win. You know what? Let's, let's start with them. Yeah. Let's start with them because we both have them finishing last. Jared Goff's in town. Brad Holmes, new GM. Dan Campbell, new head coach. Um, They've got a cool coaching staff. They do. Anthony Lynn's going to run the ball. They got DeAndre Swift. They bring in Jamal Williams as that backup running back. I like those two together. Uh, wide receiver is a totally different story. I guess your starting wide receivers are Terrell Williams and, and Quintez Cephas on the outside. Amon Ross St. Brown probably in the slot. 100%. Yeah. Uh, and TJ Hawkinson is currently the only tight end on the roster. Um, so that's
1: something. I think uh, Darren Fells isn't he? Uh, he's hurt. I believe. Oh no! <laughs> uh, that's not good. So
0: yes, it's uh, it's a in- interesting. Oh no, they cut him. There you go. Oh, Darren Fells just got cut. Bye, Darren. Like Fels. literally before this podcast started recording. Um. So it's a weird. It's weird. What is Jared Goff without Sean McVay? Nothing. Uh, what is Jared Goff with the worst wide receiver core in the
1: league? Less than nothing
0: uh the offensive line's good frank, well in theory it's good frank Ragnar is a great center jonah jackson looked great as a rookie i like big v as a guard uh panesul struggled in the preseason with the switch to right tackle i still don't love that they moved him and not Taylor 100% decker. agree 100% agree yep decker is an average left tackle panesul is a potential franchise tackle who is clearly uncomfortable playing on the right side? It's... I think that was mistake number one. That kind of lost some of the luster for the Lions. Who people were like thinking we're trending in the right direction, I, d- despite knowing this wouldn't be the year.
1: I think the Lions have like the most money on them to win the Super Bowl, or the most bets, which is like it's people trying to take a long shot. Uh, but yeah, you remember remember when we did the coaching show where I just I think. I think Dan Campbell's going to be just a mediocre, bad mediocre head coach, and he's won me over since. Fun though. Yeah, but he's won Mm -hmm. he's won me over since, and and I agree with you. Where I love the rest of the staff, and I I trust the front office too.
0: Um, Yeah, like they 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 have one of the coolest
1: staffs in the league.
0: They do. So they got uh, Deuce Staley as their assistant head coach, a potential head coaching candidate. Anthony Lynn, a former head coach, as their (laughs) OC. Mark Brunel, Antoine Randall as position coaches. They got Aaron Glenn as a DC potential future head coach. Yeah. They got Kelvin Shepard as a position coach. Old Dom Capers <laughs> is in the building. Like <laughs> well, the, that's bad. Todd but... Wash is in the building. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I know. It's a hilariously, fun, it's fun. It's very fun. It's a fun coaching staff. Yeah, so I, it, I, think,
1: and, I think they're going to be fun. Uh, not, maybe not fun to watch, but fun if that makes any no. sense. I think they're going to be competitive-ish. Weird.
0: They're going to be weird because like no one wants to watch Jared Goff. No one wants to watch this wide receiver group. Although I think I'm on Ross St. Brown's a sneaky yeah. uh, p- potential rookie of the year. Uh, and then defensively, like they've got young, like they draft Ali McNeil and, and Levi Onmuzuriki, who we're both fans of. Yep, and I think that's a fun group. But I, I mean, you can't rely on them early. Like you're relying heavily on Michael Brockers. The linebacker room is like really strange. It's <laughs> it's like washed up dudes and 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 Derek Barnes who they, they Whoa, just just Well, it's washed up dudes. Uh,
1: Derek Barnes and Alex Anseloni in the prime of his career.
0: Yeah, oh, sorry. Is Ancelone's not washed up? Noted. Uh and on the edge you got Trey Flowers, you've got Romeo Acora, you draft Julian Acora. Um it it's got potential, but again like it's just, I don't know, it's a weird defense mm-hmm. and then you move to the secondary and there's there's a lot of draft capital invested there. And no one you feel really solid about, I don't think.
1: Uh, no. I, like, Jeff Okuda needs to show up this year. Because he was bad last year. Big time. I More on Jeff Okuda later. Yeah, he needs to show up. They time. don't have a kicker. And they, No, no. They, they picked up Austin Siebert today, I believe.
0: I just saw that. Yeah. Zane Gonzalez is on the practice squad. <laughs> Love it.
1: Yeah, that's uh, sick. I don't... F- keeping Siebert over Zane Gonzalez, more doubt in this franchise. Anyways, uh, push comes to shove. <laughs> I think just... I don't trust the de- like I like the pieces of the defense. I think Aaron Glenn's going to be a really good coordinator. The, just it's Yes, it, I just, they're just there's just so much weirdness I, to turn over from fucking
0: from the it, last it, regime. It's going to be hard. It, yeah, think. it it's an odd mix on that defense. I think they're going to have some games where the secondary is just toasted. That the defense was especially just... especially if the pass rush can't be consistent.
1: That that defensive roster the last few years is was just so strange. And lacking a lot of talent, but just not, not even that, just so weirdly constructed. That's going to take a long time to overturn it. Um, they started mm-hmm. to in the draft, obviously. And then offense, it's – okay, I love Anthony Lynn. I, I don't know how he's going to be as a play caller, especially with – He's
0: going to run the football, though, and that that's all this team looks like it can do.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Jamal Williams, <laughs> baby. But, yeah, so push them to shove when they're giving up points. And they're behind in games, and you got to rely on Jerry Goff throwing to <laughs> this group of receivers. Uh, that's 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 a three win team, four win ten- team at best, maybe five win team. But they're, the weird that are believers. I think it's just because Dan Campbell's been so such a media darling. But um, I think that, I think they, they take steps. They just they don't show it on the win column. Yeah,
0: no, it's a good take. Um... Moving to the Bears, because that's enough Lions talk. Yeah. Like, the Lions are a team I'm uh, who are bad that I want to hope for. The Bears are a bad team that I want to have lose. Except for Justin so Fields. So Justin Fields. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, well, so Justin Fields can get a good coach yes. and actually get to play. And Allen Robinson can finally be the true study is. And my boy Darnell Mooney can unlock it all. Like, Justin Fields is going to be so freaking exciting. It's going to be really boring watching Andy Dalton in primetime week one. It sucks um, so much. That game should not be the with, fucking Sunday night. Area. Like, and, and Matt Nagy does does not seem very bright. And the offensive line's a huge mess. I still don't understand cutting Charles Leno, putting so much on Tevin Jenkins, and then he he goes die are, And now, like, you're probably you're starting tackles are, are Jason Peters and, and Jermaine Effetti, I believe. Which Jason Peters is so so old.
1: I love him. God love him. But
0: I love him too. Put him in the. I think he's a whole. I think so too. Um uh, and, and, and like, Jermaine it's just a such disaster. a disaster. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Graham's on the roster. Um, All the great Seahawks
1: are I, on this roster.
0: <laughs> like, I don't know what this offense is going to look like until Justin Fields is in that game. There's no reason to watch it. Uh, like, Allen Robinson's going to be very frustrated. Defensively, though, I don't think it's as good as it's been. Well, I'll start there. It's not. It's that. Well, Akeem Hicks is aging. He's still good, but he's aging. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Goldman's coming off an opt-out uh, year, so. You're not totally sure if he'll be back to being one of the better nose tackles Mm -hmm. in the league, Um, but Raquan Smith is is a complete stud. stud. Khalil Mack is still playing at a Pro Bowl level. Um, I the that Robert Quinn deal. I don't. (laughs) It's one of the worst. Mental. I can't. I don't even want to talk about it. In 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 the secondary, the corner group uh, fell off. Man is yeah. It's like Jalen Johnson, who was very good. For a rookie corner, yeah. now has to be awesome. Yeah, and it's basically him and Eddie Jackson back there. That's I don't it. know. It's just, I, I don't know what to tell you. I just, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Luckily, I don't want
0: to watch this team. I don't want to watch this team until Justin Fields is playing. Hundred percent agree. I, I feel
1: like we're always down on the barriers, and they always end up going seven to nine to nine and seven, and Nagy keeps his job. But I, I think this year is different because. Two things. Uh, one, the spotlight's going to be on them. Usually it's like, you know, they're playing 1 o'clock. It's, it's whatever, Mitch Trubisky. They're competitive and maybe they lose at the end or whatever, you know. But but with Justin Fields, they're they're like one of the hot seat franchises. You know what I mean? I know it's Chicago, but they're going to be, and they always are, but like the light's going to be on them. The pressure to make Justin Fields into something special, because the fans are already fucking eager for it, that's gonna be there and two the defense isn't as good so they don't have that to rely on as much so i think that just where you go from eight wins to five and uh i think i think because that's secondary they're, they're gonna get eddie jackson i love him, jalen johnson i love him, but they can only do so much yeah, i think they're gonna get picked apart what,
0: what what you're failing to factor in is that they hired tom herman though
1: fuck okay that's pretty sick
0: yeah he he. His title is special projects.
1: Oh, he's a special project, all right.
0: Yeah. So watch out. Uh, going to the Vikings now. We're both down on them, but I,
1: you're you're more down. Yeah. So I
0: again, my Kirk cousins' hate might be blinding me. Mm. I don't know. No. Like, Dalvin Cook's awesome. Yes. The, the 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 problem like losing Irv Smith. I
1: think it's low key. It's huge. weird because yeah,
0: because like obviously jo- Justin Jefferson is the future Adam Thielen and the future is now Adam Thielen is now one of the best number two wide receivers in the game yeah. but after that like the drop off to their third which I is it gonna be D.D. Westbrook it looks like it might like be you just it's yeah. yeah and you were just assuming Irv Smith was gonna get a ton of targets and, and he is kind of that flex move piece so I, I mean he would have maybe been viewed as that slot guy um you lose him, and now there's a lot on potentially Chris Herndon's plate, who I talked about last week when he was on the Jets. And then the you, then you factor in the offensive line's very young. Ezra Cleveland played very well for a rookie, but now he like all of a sudden the left side of the line might both be rookies with Christian Darius on Wyatt Davis. Uh, Garrett Bradbury has not lived up to his draft position, and like Brian O'Neill exceeded our expectations, but it's not like he's a, a world stopper. Like I, am I'm, I'm really excited to watch this off, offense line operate. I really like it, it, the, the young athleticism up there, but it's still a huge question, and it's like the biggest piece to running a Kubiak offense, which Clint Kubiak, Gary's son, is now the OC. Yeah, let's nepotism.
1: <laughs> also, Christian Dariusaw didn't play a snap in the preseason. He was banged up. Yeah, he's been hurt. He's been hurt. he's been hurt. So that's that's bad. Uh, Brian O'Neill, I've seen, I saw so much, like love for, I, there people are acting like Brian O'Neill is one of the best right tackles in the game. So maybe he is, I don't know, but I didn't think so. But he's gotten a lot better. Um, yeah, okay, let Kirk Cousins. You can never rely on him. Period. Dalvin Cook is one of the best running backs in the game. He's always fucking awesome. Justin Jefferson looks like a stud. Like, but yeah, losing Herb Smith is huge because he was the third option, no doubt. It- and I, I, obviously
0: Stefanski, went from, just because we've been talking about the Browns, Stefanski obviously was the Vikings OC, goes to Cleveland. This is like just on paper to me, it's like a way, like it, 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 it's an offense that is trying to do what that offense does, but the offensive line is nowhere near that offensive line. And though Dalvin Cook is one of the best backs in the game, he can't do it alone. They don't have the tight end depth. Uh, that a team like Cleveland has. And Kirk Cousins isn't nearly as um, dynamic yeah. as a Baker Mayfield, Good. even though I don't love Baker Mayfield. Like, he is much better than Kirk Cousins to me.
1: Cleveland's third best tight end is uh, better than the Vikings' best healthy tight end. Um, but I, I, D- Defensively, whole- you were talking about how people are really excited about the defense. Yeah. So one last thing, though. I, I totally agree with you. that The, the offensive line... I don't know if I'm more excited to watch any other offensive line in the league, but it's not for a completely optimistic light. Uh, they do have the potential to yes. be to be a very, very, very good run blocking offensive line, but I don't think it's happening this year. Defensively, and yeah, yeah, like it's, sorry, go ahead, go ahead.
0: Like, there's gonna be too much pressure on that offensive line this year to be that now. Darius some missing the more whole. It's like offseason. Th- yeah, it's too much. Exactly. Like it's a, it's more of a three years from now thing. But defensively, I like the pieces.
1: Yep. Defensively, people, def- people, are defensively. This up
0: big time. Dan- Danielle Hunter, we've seen obviously last year was a wash, but yeah. the year before, like a, a Pro Bowl player, and I love Danielle Hunter. Interior, they're loaded. They got Michael Pierce, they got Dalvin Tomlinson, they got Sheldon Richardson. Yeah, they like, got depth inside. Yeah, It's loaded. I still think that they, they have to find that clear guy opposite Hunter. Is it going to be DJ Wanham for the slate flashes we saw as a rookie? He had a pretty good, good rookie gonna, year. Like,
1: but yeah, it's not like... He did, He
0: did, but that that's like a big step up now, right? Yeah,
1: you, you, like if, you, if he was entering this year as your third pass rush option, you're like, okay, I feel good about that.
0: Yes, correct. But uh, uh, and then as number two... Eh. W- Linebacker-wise, Eric Kendrick's still one of the best middle linebackers of the game, but Anthony Barr's coming off a wash of a yeah. year too. Uh, like, is he going to be where he used to be? That, that's more of a wait-and-see thing. And the secondary's always been so... Harrison Smith's been the consistent force, and it's just been like a rotation of high draft picks, in and out, in and out. And obviously they bring in Patrick Pearson, but he's lost a step. Cam Dantzler had an up-and-down rookie year. Like, McKenzie Alexander, nickel, fine. But I just think there's no... the, the like
1: the, t- To me, the defense isn't good enough to make up for that offense. I don't understand where people are coming from when they say this might be the best defense in the league. I don't see the the logic yeah, behind it. Like, I, like except I get, for like, Michael like, Pierce, are, Sheldon Richardson, Delvin Thompson, and Daniel. Like That's <laughs> what I was about to
0: say. sure, But the secondary... And even then, you're still saying, like we're saying, they, they don't have a clear
1: number two I like D.J. Juana, but I. no, they don't. Um, the secondary, like, okay... We've seen flashes from so many of these dudes, but I don't uh, the corners specifically. I don't trust any of them week to week. I, I just don't. And I don't know, the other safety uh, is Cam Bynum going to win? I don't think he's going to win the safety spot. Like, well, shut your mouth. I think he might. He might. I I, I didn't watch too much Vikings. Pre- I, actually, I watched two of the games. Uh, I didn't pay attention too much with Cam Bynum, but I didn't. I didn't love what I saw. But again, I'm not. I'm not super informed. But um. Yeah, I don't. I don't trust that secondary, uh, really. I, Patrick Peterson didn't look like old Patrick Peterson at all. No, I don't. I don't get where they're coming from. Um, and you know what? I'm going to be honest though. I'm so jaded by the Minnesota Vikings because in years past, I always was the one. They're like, okay, this like not last year, not the year before, but before that, I was like, this is the year where the Vikings take the leap. They're winning this division. They're the best team in the division, and then they always let us down. So. I just can't buy into that anymore. I just, I'm always got to be either. Yeah, they're 500 team. And I, I'm but, done with but it. But, yeah.
0: You have to remember, like I mentioned, offensive coordinator, Clint Kubiak, nepotism. nepotism. Defensive coordinator, Adam Zimmer, nepotism. Okay. It's team
1: nepotism. It never fails, nepotism. That's what they say. <laughs> yeah. Uh,. Okay, Packers, Packers, Packers. So the, the big thing here,
0: uh, like I said, I got him going 14-3. That's going to be one of the best, if not the best record in the NFL. That's because I have him sweeping those other three. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron Rodgers coming off the MVP year. In, uh, still in FU mode, so that's a good thing. One of the best backs in the league in Aaron Jones. A.J. Dillon, I think, is going to have a big uh, a bigger impact in year two. Uh, Devontae Adams arguably the best wide receiver in the game. Randall they Cobb's got back. Randall Cobb. They finally <laughs> got Randall Cobb. Alan Lazard and Marcos Veldes, Scandling, are always making a play here or there yeah. with a drop here or there. They draft Amari Rogers. I think it's a really good fit. And I don't think, now that they've got Cobb in the building, I don't think he'll have mm-hmm. m- a big impact. But still a nice piece to have. Yeah. Uh, it's almost better for it, Rogers because
1: they can just kind of pick and choose how and when they want to use him, right?
0: Yes. Like, more, more scheme touches. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby T at tight end, who, Stud. out of nowhere last year. So... Offensively, you feel really good until you get to the David Bakhtiari question. Yeah, he probably won't be playing until what halfway through the year. Yeah, and six weeks minimum, right? Yeah, yeah, and he's the best left tackle in the game. So they because they make Elton Jen- Jenkins do everything. He might be being playing left tackle. Yeah, now. I don't. After playing center and guard last year, and he's one of the best interior guys in the league. But that playing left tackle is a different story. So, and even if he is good there, like it, moving him now makes the interior a step worse. Plus, you lost your starting center, Corey Lindsley, to the Chargers. You're starting a rookie in Josh Myers. You might also be starting a rookie in Royce Newman at both. guard. Yep. And so what could be, when healthy, one of the best offensive lines in of the league, it's it's reshuffling really could have a negative impact. Still, it's going to be one of the best offenses in the league regardless because it's Aaron
1: Rodgers and, and Devontae Adams yeah. and Aaron Jones. yeah. I, I don't even think this offensive line go even with a healthy Bacteria. It, I don't think it's as good as it's it's been, and I don't like that move moving Elton Jenkins a left tackle. I especially because it's not like they have someone to come in and fill in for him and like be so confident. Uh, the interior is weaker than it's been. Like I I get it. You I don't know. I I don't like that move. It feels like you're. You know, I
0: still think though it's the best offensive line, even with the back T.R.E. injury. I think it's going to still be the best offensive line in the division.
1: I love that. I love my lions. I gotta, gotta support my lions. I mean, it probably will because it's the Packers. Their offensive line is always just so fucking consistent. It's either like and Aaron Rodgers makes up for that too. Definitely, yeah. And Aaron Jones is a stud. Hey, you he got paid. I'm happy they got paid. Like I said, Dylan, I'm, I'm kind of happy you <laughs> you got big expectations for AJ Dylan. Um, hey, we saw him in the snow. When when he gets into December in Lambeau, that's going to be something to watch. But yeah, no, the offense like again, I'm worried about the line, uh, but it's it's not enough to stop this offense.
0: Yeah, and, and defensively, <clears throat> they they obviously they they've got one of the best noses in the game, Kenny Clark. They've got. Um, Rashawn Gary, I think, is going to blow up this year. Zidarius Smith, my worry is he's been banged up.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's right? definitely a worry. And then especially because like, like he, the interior, he's dealing with the back thing. Yeah, and then Preston Smith's been kind of different. He fell off. Yeah. Agreed, and, and like the interior on that on that linebacker group is always sh- like Chris Barnes has been solid, but uh, I don't think Devontra Campbell's. They they brought him in. I don't think he's caught on and nothing nothing there to write home about. I don't even think the, like, obviously Ken Clark's still a stud, but, like, I don't think, the, like, the defensive uh, line is as solid as it's been. Secondary's still good, though. Like, I mean, Jair Exander is, is one of the best corners in the game. Uh, Adrian Amos is still good. I, still waiting for that Savage step up. And then seeing what Eric Stokes, I assume he's going to win the starting job because they're not going to trot Kevin King back out there, but... Hey. <laughs> Uh, but seeing what like, other Eric Stosa's a rookie it's gonna be really interesting.
0: Yeah, so the that second corner spot and then the inside linebacker spot.
1: Yeah, the two weaknesses.
0: Yeah, like who, who do you think like who do you think ends up playing the like Chris Barnes, probably Burns F- Barnes for sure. Like Oren Burks has shown nothing early in his career. Devondre Campbell like I don't think you feel great. Like it's I, he's a nice player to have for depth, but you don't feel great playing Yeah, him. I guess it's Barnes and um, Summers.
1: I would. I would yeah, I was gonna say
0: Ty Summers would be my guess.
1: Yeah, which um, you know, I mean, Chris Barnes had a really, really good rookie year, but it's not like you're you're getting excited. Luckily, it's it's the least important position on the defense. Um, yeah. Again, I think they're the best team in this division. Not even close
0: well yeah like i think uh, I, like i said 14-3 but i don't like i don't think they're as good as that record says yeah okay fair enough but it's just this division such a mess right yeah, now
1: Yeah, i don't think they're a super bowl team but the nfc is kind of wide open if i'm being completely honest
0: yeah i mean um my panthers are probably we'll save it for the panthers podcast <laughs> but yeah they get but their own are, yeah when
1: pj walker takes over uh okay rank quarterbacks 10 Tim Boyle. Nine, David Blau. I still trust in the Blau. Uh, a for me. I put Kellam on here. I didn't love what I saw in the preseason. Seven, old Nicky no. Foles. He's a Super Bowl MVP. He deserves the respect. Uh, six for me, Andy Dalton. Five, I give the nod to Jordan Love over, over Andy Dalton. Uh, four, I almost gave the nod to Jordan Love over Jared Goff, but I'm like, I guess we've seen him do something. Uh, three, Kirk Cousins. Two, Justin Fields. Fuck it. Fuck Kirk Cousins. Yep. Justin Fields is better than him. And number one is Aaron Rodgers.
0: I got ten old Kurt Benkert, who's on the Packers practice squad. As you should have him there. (laughs) Nine, David Blau. Eight, Kellen Mond. Yeah, you're right, Mond. really didn't look great in the preseason. No. Uh, Seven, Nick Foles. Six, Jordan Love. Five, old Andy. He looks good with the beard. He does. He's a handsome guy, it turns out. He should not have never not had that. Like, the beard...
1: Totally. He's distinguished. It makes me trust him. Like I'm like, okay, this is a guy yeah. that can get into the maybe, twilight maybe years. Is right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Four Jared Goff, three Kirk Cousins. I'm with you. Two Justin Fields. I think if the Matt Nagy plays him, Justin we we enter the we the season ends with the, Justin Fields being mm-hmm. the number two quarterback in this division. Agreed. And, and one obviously Aaron Rodgers. Uh and Aaron Rodgers being the only MVP candidate in this division.
1: Correct. Uh office player of the year, Dal McCook, I think, is the clear the clear one.
0: Yeah, so my question to you is: Would Justin Jefferson be your two then?
1: Mm-hmm. Devontae Adams?
0: Uh yeah, true. Uh, um, defensive player of the year. Uh,
1: I went with Trey Alexander. I, I I did too. Okay, I I think I honestly think I think he's a legit candidate this year, and I think obviously I mean he's gained the love, but he's been so amazing, and I think another step is coming. Um, they're the only good team in this division. I, I think he's the best player on the defense, and I think he I think he's got a legit chance is, uh, to do it this year.
0: Yeah, it, it because everyone else is not great. I think Roquan Smith has a chance. Yeah, well, like not a real chance. But, but
1: if if the team so was I good, I don't think if the team a no, if the team was good, yes, sure, why not? But no, yeah, agreed. <laughs>
0: uh, the offensive rookie of the year. This is a tough division for it. Justin Fields. Uh, do you think so? Yeah. Do you think, how many games does he have to play or start to have a real chance? Wait, who's your... Given that Lawrence, Mac Jones, and Zach Wilson will start them all, Najee Harris will also start them all.
1: Wait, what? Oh, oh, uh, the real, yeah, um, I, in this, that's a good question. Um, I don't think he's going to win it in real life just because Andy Dalton is our starter. That's it, yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you think, is Justin Fields starting by week six?
1: Yes, I think the pressure is good. It's, it's, if Dalton doesn't like, come out and look he good, he should be. Yeah, he should be. But Matt Nagy's a fucking idiot. So who don't? Who knows? The crowd's gonna get on them, though, man. I, I think that's. I think it's gonna yeah. be a factor. Yeah.
0: Okay. My my pick, if you remove Justin Fields from the equation, is amon Ross, Saint Brown. That's
1: my second choice.
0: Cause like I, I've also heard that apparently Jared Goff used him as his Cooper Cup.
1: Hey. Hey, he played in South Carolina. uh, Ooh, South California, Southern California. The real USC is South Carolina. He played in Southern California. Jerry Goff, (laughs) that's where he was playing before. It makes sense. Uh, And and
0: Cooper Cup's also a West Coast guy. And West Coast
1: guy, yeah. Uh, I think Amon Ross the clear second choice. It's just Justin Fields. Yeah. Defensive rookie? Tough. Stokes? (laughs) I guess Stokes. Like, I'm not even sure. because
0: the Lions interior duo, I don't think's gonna play enough. On um, Wuzeriki would be my Mel second Fon choice, Fon but it's
1: like, yeah, uh, uh, Mel, about Melphonu gets. I guess he'll get the shot, but like, why would I choose Melphonu over Stokes? Like, yeah,
0: yeah. I don't think there's any like, yeah. It's it's Stokes is the pick, but like, I don't believe that. Yeah,
1: the, if I Justin Fields doesn't start a lot of games this year, this this division is uh, devout of rookie award talent. Offensive line of the year. Packers
0: once David is back yeah. it's the Packers without him I'm still going with the Packers but it's gonna be interesting to see if Josh Mars and Royce Newman start
1: on the sounds interior sounds like it it really sounds like it they and they talked about Royce Newman so much BFF said he's the best non first round rookie on, on the opposite side of the ball I didn't really throw the old magnifying glass on Royce Newman but uh, that's that's big talk um, I think they're gonna start both of them yeah, I, I do comeback player of the year uh, Daniel Hunter Oh, Not Alex Anzalone. Oh, he's he doesn't have to come back from anything, baby. He's already there. <laughs> oh, true. Most improved. Okay,
0: I'll give you two. Alex Anzalone. I,
1: I'll give you three. Alex Anzalone. <laughs> uh, Chris Herndon, because we had to, because you yeah, did it last. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm double dipping. I'm I'm going Chris Herndon again. <laughs> okay,
1: I respect it. <laughs> I had to. Yeah, I know you had to. Uh, okay, so I'll say Jeff Okuda, because he has to. Um bad rookie year bad rookie year uh i think aaron glenn's gonna come up and work with wanders with jeff okuda i i think he's he has to I, I feel like he has to have a big year and i know it's gonna be tough because he doesn't have a lot around him and they're, they're gonna get gonna get attacked but he has to He has to. And, and obviously you believe in the talent so he has to do it and breakout Rashawn Gary. I think this is one of the clearest choices That's, in yeah. the entire league. Um, yeah.
0: I didn't I didn't consider anyone else other than Alex
1: Anzalone. <laughs> yes. You can put Anzalone for, like, all of these awards, honestly. Yeah, and, and he'll win them all. I, I, the thought crossed my mind for Rashawn Gary for Defensive Player of the Year. In this vision, I like, obviously, it's Jair. And I had to put him for breakout, so.
0: Well, if Zedarius Smith wasn't hurt, I would have put Zedarius mm-hmm. Smith there. Yeah. But he, I'm just not sure what we're getting out of him early in the season. But you know he's one of my favorite players in the league.
1: Uh, Coach of the year. Okay. It's another shit division where Lafleur just can't do it because he's already been there. Um, <laughs> Nagy's shit, so he can't do it. Zimmer is Zimmer, so I had to choose Dan Campbell. <laughs> okay. Respect. What's Dan Campbell have to do to win it for real? Um, I don't think there's a lot of clear-cut candidates this year. So, I'll say if, no. if, he, if he wins eight games, he's got a shot. Love it. Uh,
0: I just went with LeFleur because I'm... Yeah.
1: It's just hard. Like, no, you're right, though. Like, he's clearly the... Okay, <laughs> but,
0: but, assistant of the I went year. with Aaron Glenn. I, Even harder. I went with Aaron Glenn. I did, too. Yeah. I think, similar to my Joe Woods pick, but to a lesser extent, Glenn's going to get the most that he can out of what he's got. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sean Desai in Chicago, too, if he uh, yeah, if he kind of hides but, that secondary a little bit. Yeah,
1: no, exactly. I just don't believe in – I mean, I don't believe in the Lions either, but the expectations are there for the Bears.
0: Yeah. Uh, GM of the year.
1: <sighs> Brad Holmes. The candidates for, for these yeah. were all not good, so I just swept it with the Lions.
0: Yeah, I, I also went with Brad Holmes because – New guy in town, and if they look like they're trending in the right direction... They're tough. A couple of those young guys yeah. do something. If Jared Goff's an MVP, you know, regular <laughs> stuff.
1: If Jared Goff has a decent year, because, I mean, everyone's written him off for obvious reasons. But if he puts together anything, they're going to get a lot of credit for it.
0: Yeah. And, and if, uh, if they're lucky... They'll end up with the first pick still. Yeah, they, and they'll get Spencer Rattler.
1: I think it's... Uh, and then
0: Spencer Rattler will have to play in Detroit? That doesn't seem right.
1: I, maybe he'll make the Honolulu Blue cool again.
0: Yeah, cool again. It, Barry made it cool. cool. It's true. <laughs>
1: they, they, Barry and Calvin Johnson were cool in it. They, they were very cool in it. Um, but yeah, I think it's like a, they got to just erase the bottom. Shout out Dan Magan. Uh, against the Texans for the first Ooh. overall pick. All right. Tune in next
0: week where we'll do the AFC and NFC South, and uh, maybe AJ will reference another Canadian musician. <laughs> I'll do my best.